Hello and welcome to our Lent podcast today. I'm Roger Henwood and today we're looking at a passage from Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Let me read the passage. Romans chapter 15 verses 7 to 13. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you, in order to bring praise to God. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will bring praises to your name. Again it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him, the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Accept one another. One of the challenges facing Christians in the local church is to maintain and deepen our unity. Think about the different things that might put a strain on our relationships. The different backgrounds of wealth or class, differences in social or racial backgrounds, even our political views or our preferences for a form of worship or style of fashion. Paul is writing to a church that is made up of both Jews and Gentiles from a range of socioeconomic backgrounds. The immediate context is his appeal to those who describes as the weak and the strong to accept one another. In all likelihood, this reflected these two different groups within the church. The weak, those who are anxious over whether they should eat meat or how they should consider holy days, were probably in the main Jewish Christians who were accustomed to keeping the Mosaic law. On the other hand, Gentile believers, the strong, largely had no such scruples and were aware that all food is clean and they were not required to observe special days. One of the great themes of the letter to the Romans is that Christ came so that God would accept both Jew and Gentile. The gospel is able to break down the dividing wall of hostility that exists or existed between Jews and Gentiles. And Paul reminds both parties that they're accepted in Christ. Accept one another then, just as Christ accepted you. And it's in realising that we're accepted in Christ, not that he accepts us because of our earning or keeping his favour by our behaviour or character, that frees us to love one another. For the weak, there is the danger of legalism, of comparing ourselves with others and justifying ourselves because we observe certain practices and then condemning others because they don't. But Paul also wants to remind those who are strong that they need to bear with those who are weak and not live to please themselves. God's purpose was always to have a people made up of all nations, Jew and Gentile. Paul shows this through quoting four Old Testament passages. Christ came to be a servant of the Jews in order to confirm the promises made to the patriarchs. 
but also that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. He quotes from the writings, the law and the prophets to show that the inclusion of the Gentiles with the Jews in the praise of God was always part of God's purpose. Such unity can only be achieved by the work of the Holy Spirit. Paul ends this section with these words. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So as we reflect on these verses, we don't share the same circumstances as the church in Rome. The strains between the weak and strong, Jew and Gentile, may not be a current concern, but we can easily find other issues that will divide us. We all too easily want to justify ourselves in God's eyes by comparing ourselves to others to our benefit and at their expense. These verses remind us that we need to accept one another because we all have been accepted by Christ, not on the basis of our performance, but because of his great mercy in fulfilling his promises to bless the descendants of the patriarchs and to extend that same gracious love to all the nations of the earth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we approach another Easter season, we thank you that our salvation does not depend on our keeping your commands, but on the work of the Lord Jesus on our behalf, which has satisfied your demand for righteousness, and which has declared us to be acceptable to you because of his love in going to the cross. Help us in turn to love those who you call to know your son and to hold out this same promise of salvation to those who do not yet know you. Accept our thanks and praise in Jesus' name.